Forest City Church. Anyone and everyone. We're in this series, Sounds of the Season, and we're in this Advent series. We're going to hit on a few of these words. I want to get right into this, and then we're going to respond and worship here at the end in just a minute. But we see here in Isaiah 9-6, the prophet Isaiah is prophesying about this child named Jesus. For us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government, meaning all authority, shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called, look at this, Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And then later we see in John chapter 14, this is Jesus speaking. The child that was prophesied by the prophet Isaiah, Jesus is saying to his disciples in John 14, it says, Peace, I leave with you, my peace, Jesus, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give this peace that you and I are both in need of this peace, this Prince of peace that the prophet Isaiah was prophesying back in Isaiah chapter nine. He was saying, Hey, this child who, who is coming, his name is Jesus. And he's coming to bring peace even into the middle of your chaos and in your life. And then Jesus is basically saying to his disciples, like, Hey, I am that peace. I am that child that was prophesied. I'm the Prince of Peace. Now the peace that I have, I give to you. Today, we're talking about peace. In the Old Testament, the word would be shalom. Shalom would simply mean completeness or wholeness. In the New Testament, the word in Greek would be eirene, meaning full reconciliation to Yahweh. Complete reconciliation. No fracture, no missing pieces, completeness and wholeness. This is what the word peace actually means. And the best way, I think, for me, when I was thinking about this word shalom, which is it's referring to something that's complex with lots of pieces that is in a state of completeness and wholeness. So lots of pieces, and yet it's completely whole. And the best way for me to describe this is making puzzles. Anybody like making puzzles? Anybody get frustrated making puzzles? I brought this thousand-piece puzzle. I might have said this before, but this is, again, the best way for me to explain. This is a, a Earth Picks. You can find this on Instagram, apparently. I didn't know that. This is neat. Away from it all in the Canadian Rockies. That's what this one's called. If you could see this picture, I mean, that is like my dream, to be in a cabin by a mountain thousand piece puzzle, all these little pieces. I mean, it like never ends, right? Let me get some on this side so you guys don't feel left out. Okay. What's crazy is like, this is what it gives you then. Beautiful picture, right? Complete, whole. And yet we have to put all these pieces together (laughs) to make it happen. And this is what peace means. This is what it looks like to create a whole picture. All these different pieces coming together. This is what true shalom is. This is what true peace is. And here's here's what I know about my own life. There's, There's a lot of different things that you and I, we can argue about. We can 
find differences in. We can complain about certain things and we can have, have differences even in our own life, our own family, our workplaces. But friends, here's what I'm convinced of is that what you and I both need more than anything is peace. It's peace. We may have our differences, but all of us can agree that you and I both need more what? Peace. We need peace in our soul. We need peace in our mind. We need peace in our hearts. We need peace in our relationships, peace in our family, peace in our workplaces, peace in our schools and neighborhoods, cities, world. You and I can agree on this, that even through all the differences that we can argue about, all these different political things, left and the right and the up and the down, it doesn't even matter when it comes to the thing that you and I both need more than anything. What is it? It's peace. And Jesus is talking about this thing called shalom, irene, completeness, wholeness. You and I are in need of peace. In a season like this, it's like we are encouraged to get more stuff. You need more things. We need to go out and buy more stuff for our stuff. We need more things in our home. We need things for our families. We need to get all this, these different things in our lives. We need to make sure we get more stuff. And, and I don't know who told you that you need these things to feel complete or to feel whole. But friends, what you and I both need in a season like this in our lives is shalom, is peace. And Jesus says it. What does he say to you and I? He says, peace I give to you, my peace I leave to you. This peace that surpasses all understanding, I give to you. Jesus' peace, his shalom, I give to you. So again, I say, if we're in need of peace, we're in need of completeness or wholeness, it's really difficult to find it in all these different areas of life outside of the person who brings it and is it. If he is the Prince of Peace, that you and I can experience that peace in our lives. Amen? The shalom, the, the perfect picture, the thing that is so difficult. It's like when you're putting these pieces together, if you've ever done a puzzle before, it's, it's one of the most frustrating things when what happens? You have one piece missing. And then you're like, well, maybe it fell on the floor and you're kind of crawling around on the rug or the carpet. And you're, you're searching for it. And you're telling whoever you're doing the puzzle with, do you lose it? You must have lost it. I didn't lose it. I did the border first. I did this picture of the mountain. You took care of the boat. I'm doing this part. You're doing that part. And there's like pieces missing. It's the worst feeling when you're doing this, right? And the same goes for you and I in our own personal lives. It's like there's something that's missing. There's a piece that's missing. I don't know what that piece is, but the, the picture is not fully complete. It's not shalom. It's not whole. And there's something that's missing. And Jesus is saying, no, 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 I am the Prince of peace. The peace that you're looking for, I give it to you freely. It is a gift. Amen. Amen. There's nothing like when there's something missing. There's nothing like when there's a broken relationship, something fractured in our own lives, something that's missing in our own lives. And what do we do? We try to search for it. We try to find it. And here's Jesus saying, no, no, the peace that you're looking for, friend, son, daughter, it's me. The Prince of Peace, Shalom with Shaloms. There's this beautiful story in Mark chapter four. I'm going to paraphrase it. And then the team's going to get back into this song that we're just singing to create this space for us to experience who this person is named Jesus. His name is Prince of Peace. 
The story in Mark chapter four, and I'll throw up some of the verses, but Jesus is with his disciples and he tells his disciples to get into this boat and we're going to go to the other side of this lake. He convinces them to get in and we're going to go to the other side. And then once they're in this boat, it seems as if there's this massive storm that takes place. The uh, NIV version says it's this massive squall, this storm that is unshakable for these disciples. And yet they're freaking out. And Jesus is sleeping in the stern of the boat. Jesus, the savior of the world decides to be like, nah, I'm going to take this one out. I'm good. You guys got it. I did say that we would go to the other side. I promised this, that we would go to the other side. And while you're freaking out in the middle of this storm, I'm going to go ahead and take a nap. Why? Because I am peace. Because I'm the prince of peace. Because I am shalom. Because my life is complete and it is whole. And as they're freaking out, they begin to wake Jesus up and says, hey, did you bring us out here so we could all just die? (laughs) What a beautiful line. (laughs) We laugh because it's funny in scripture and we can be like, yeah, what were they thinking, man? They had Jesus, the son of God in their boat, the prince of peace, man. What are they thinking? Friends, you and I do the exact same thing, don't we? Hey, did you bring me out to this thing to die? Like you brought me to this thing. You said you're going to do this or you said you're going to do that, but you brought me in the middle of this thing. And it seems like all hell's broken loose here, man. (laughs) And you're sleeping. This shalom, this perfect puzzle picture seems incomplete. There's some pieces missing. What's funny is we're like, and you know who it is? You, (laughs) you're missing. And yet Jesus is like, oh, time out. Again, I'm taking some creative liberty here, so don't strike me, Lord. He's like, hold on. What did I say? We're going to get to the other side. Okay, even in the middle of your storm, where am I? In the boat. So even in the middle of our storms and our situations in life that we can't fully comprehend and understand, and we're screaming out to him with our mistrust, our distrusts, Hey, where are you? Do you not care what's going on here? There's some missing pieces. This thing isn't full and complete. Your, your shalom speech didn't really work in this situation. He's saying, Hey, but am I present? Am I still with you? If the Prince of peace is in your boat, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of your life, then peace is still available for you and for me every single time. And then Jesus says these famous words. You can throw up this slide in Mark chapter four, verse 39. It says, he looks at the storm and he simply says, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. It's a beautiful thing when shalom takes place in your soul, in your heart, in your mind, in your life. When you find peace, when there is peace. And Jesus is saying in all these different situations in our lives and in your life, even now where it may feel like there is absolutely no peace, peace in your family, peace in your home, peace in your soul. Jesus is calming those storms and he's saying, Hey, hey, I'm here. I'm present. I'm with you. I promised you that I promised the the prophet Isaiah even promised that he's the prince of peace, even the midst of our chaos. And he says, peace, shalom, be still. 
peace be still. The Prince of Peace. And then verse 41, the disciples are like, who is this man? Who is this person? That even the winds and the waves and the weather listen to his voice and listen to his commands. And they say, who then is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? It was known even in ancient texts and the Hebrew scriptures and that water was a symbol always for chaos. And yet Jesus in the midst of literal chaos calms all chaos. That there is what? There was great chaos and then Jesus brought great calm by saying peace, shalom, orene, all things have to come into wholeness and completeness and reconcile to Yahweh and to God in this moment. Amen. I call out shalom in your life. They say, who then is this? It's the Prince of Peace. It's the shaloms of all shaloms. It's the completeness of all completenesses. So even in the middle of missing some pieces and not really figuring it all out, not having all the answers or having having a clue what's taking place, Jesus is saying, peace be still in your life even now. And in this season where we want to get more things and more stuff and we have to have more arguments and more frustrations, we have all these differences in our life. We want to do this all the time. Finger pointing at our neighbor, yelling at a family member, holding up all this, being all all these grudges for somebody. What's interesting is all that does is create less peace. And you and I both know it. Man, being upset at my coworker ain't working. Where did envy ever get you? To more envy. Where did being angry really help? Just leads to more anger. And yet today we're talking about this word, this beautiful word, shalom, peace. Ah, don't we need more peace? I know I do. I don't want to get frustrated quickly. I don't want to get mad at the driver that rides my tail on the road, flashes his brights at me. Like, not that that happened yesterday. Looking at you. Wouldn't it be really great? What would it look like if you and I really actually experience peace, true shalom, fullness, completeness. Yeah, yeah, I know all things don't make sense right now. I know all hell's breaking loose. And I know this season, you know, I don't have enough and I should have had enough. And I wish I was here and I wish I was there. And this person gets what they always get and I don't ever get anything. And yet there's something about followers of Jesus when they're at peace. That's it, man. That's the good stuff. Fully at peace. And what's cool about this story is we see actually that in the beginning of the story, it said that other boats were with them. As they were asked to go to the other side, Jesus said, hey, go to the other side and they get in the boat. And then they had this massive squall, the storm that takes place. And it says that other boats were surrounding them. So when Jesus actually stands up and says, hey, where's your faith? Okay, you're cool guys. Why don't you take a seat? Let the son of God take care of this. He says, peace be still. And And the waters were calm. Every single other boat that was with them would have experienced what? Peace. All we read about is those disciples that were freaking out. 
And yet the peace that they were experiencing, every single person around them also experienced. Friend, the thing that you and I experience when it comes to the peace of God, may the other people around you also experience peace as well. Because if there's chaos always around you, friend, let's look in the mirror sometimes. Maybe you're the one bringing the chaos. But if we are true people of shalom, practicing what it feels like to, to experience the peace of God in our lives, may other people around you experience the same exact peace that you're experiencing. So you and I, we have two things. One is this, we are to experience peace and receive peace in our life. Friends, I know it does not make sense what you're going through right now. I know the things that you wanted aren't happening, the things that you're desiring and maybe even praying for aren't happening. And maybe your fist is going all the way to the heaven saying, how dare you? And yet, peace. If he is who he says he is, if he is our rabbi, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, like the prophet Isaiah said he is, if he is the one in the boat, in our presence, in our chaos, saying, peace, be still, then may we actually experience and receive the peace in this season. Amen? And secondly, you and I, as followers of Jesus, have a command. It's to create peace. Jesus even says this in the book of Matthew. He says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Friends, you and I are to experience shalom, experience completeness, experience wholeness in our life, and we are to create peace, to be peacemakers all around us, everywhere we go, to anyone we encounter. That is our command, for they will be called children of God. We begin to reject gossip, reject slander and hatred and judgment. Could you imagine what it would look like if a group of people began to not only experience shalom in their life, but they began to create it everywhere they went? It's amazing about this story. And then we're gonna close with an action step for all of us. And then we're gonna sing out this song a little bit longer and then we'll head out. What's amazing about this story, Mark chapter four, is that there's this great chaos and then there's this great calm because they experience peace. And then there is this great awe and wonder. What would it look like for you and I if we experience peace, we create uh, peace in other people's lives and other spaces and places that you and I occupy. And then there's an awe of who God is. And there's this beautiful, wonderful, amazing curiosity. Who is this man? Who is this savior? Who is this person named Jesus? And curiosity begins to unlock people's opportunities to say, well, maybe the Prince of Peace is real. Because even in the book of Mark, and I'll end with this, the whole entire book is leading all of us. The author of Mark, John Mark, is uh, writing on behalf of Peter, the disciples, or the disciple, and it's all leading to this opportunity for you and I to decide if Jesus is who he actually is. That's the entire book of Mark for you, summarized in like four seconds. You're welcome. It's to leave us on this cliffhanger to say, who is this then? Is he truly the Prince of Peace? Is he really, really? the God of all peace, we get to decide. The reader gets to decide in the book of Mark.
And in this story, it's the exact same thing. Who is this, friends? What if? What if Jesus truly is the Prince of Peace? What would it look like if he truly is the Prince of Peace in your own life? What if he is, like we sang earlier, and we'll sing in a minute, if he was who he says he was, and he is who he says he is, and he will be who he says he will be, what would that look like for you and I? So one, you and I are to experience peace, embrace peace, receive his peace, and then to co-create peace. Why don't you stand to your feet with me? Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. The team's going to sing a little bit more about this God named Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Old Testament, the New Testament, the God who created you and I, heavens and earth, Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords, the Prince of Peace. You can throw that Isaiah 9, 6 back up. I want us to see this for the season, to be reminded of how important this is for us, for to us, a child, Jesus Christ, he is born. This is a prophet prophesying into the future. And he says to us, the son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called what? Oh, he is the wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. He's an everlasting father. His kingdom has no end. And yet, and he is also the prince of peace in your life, in my life. Amen. So here's our response. You're going to get uncomfortable today because I want you to get uncomfortable. I want you to be able to leave your seat and just come up I spread all these thousands of puzzle pieces and all I'm asking you to do is grab one and bring it back to your table or to your chair. May this puzzle piece simply just remind you in this season that he in your life is the Prince of Peace. Number one. And number two, you are to be a peacemaker in this earth. Everywhere you go, I'm creating peace. I'm bringing peace. I'm a peacemaker, amen? So as the team sings this song, Get out of your chair. Get uncomfortable. If you don't want to leave your chair, grab your neighbor and say, hey, go ahead and grab me a piece. May this serve as a reminder that Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace in this season, and you are to create peace everywhere you go. Amen.